kind of like this kind of like this with you being in studio to start things out makes it a little bit easier there's no transition we get our six feet of social distancing in yes and connor pasby makes his triumphant return to the show what's up connor how wait was he i say triumphant return was he in yesterday and with me being out I, yeah he was triumphant return for this guy what's for, up connor collectively yeah how's it going yeah, I noticed you got you and Pierce, or Pierce, you guys had a system going, so I'd like to keep it going through this week. Well, no, no, no. You've imploded it, but I mean in a good way. In a good because way. Because to, to, I guess, maybe peek behind the curtain, Josh does like, or at least I think you do, to kind of have that first hour to set some things up in there, get, get the feet wet, and then you feel comfortable sliding in here. Connor's such a pro, and, and listen, Pierce has become a pro, too. You're like... <laughs> Hands off! I'm going to go in there and kick my feet up for That's three right. hours. That's right. Just being just being a team player. Oh, I appreciate it. That's good. We uh, I got to tell you something. Do you have to? It, how long is your internship? Is this a two TBA or is it up at the end of the summer or? So uh, I got a full time spot. Oh, uh, last was it last month? Yeah, last month. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's he's been pretty good. So he's around. Um, does Pierce's end? Yeah, it's it's going to end pretty soon. And and Jalen. Jalen will begin. I, can I tell you something? This is I'm not even kidding with you being in here. Because I know I, I did say that was a rather aggressive why. When of Josh, I'm like, are you in here from the start? You're like, yeah, I'm like, why? But I, that was it wasn't meant to be overly aggressive. It was meant to be celebratory. Because this is my uh, Casey Vineyard and Brian Vineyard with our group of of interns are allowing me to live my dream of what I always wanted a post big show to be like. Which is we just have a bunch of dudes hanging out for three hours. <laughs> That's pretty much. Or, or, and I sh- and I shouldn't I should say a bunch of people. It's not just guys. We want female interns. So it's you know I'm not trying to be I- exclusive here. Or as you've got your ladies clinic. I'm coaches. wearing pink on this show for goodness sake. Two hundred twelve degrees. It. Tea. It's, it's a three hour hang, and it's I'm just I'm happy right now. I need happiness, Josh. Can I tell you why I need happiness? Have, oops, hold on. Breaking. Oh, that's you. <laughs> uh, I need happiness because I, I had a great experience covering the Alliance Fast Pitch All-Star Game. Had a great experience. Which it was cool to flip over to ESPNU and see, see you hear and, it. Yeah. Yeah, see you Thanks. and Nicole. We had so, a except really, when there was pouring rain that we had to stop it. Yeah, I, I every forgot. Five so somehow I get a text from Connor during the game. And he's like, my girlfriend's sister or sister, something. Yep. Which I was having a hard time. Like, so wait, so Connor, your girlfriend's sister lives in New Mexico? How does this all? I mean, we'll have to get to that later. You'll have to we'll get, help Yeah, me. we'll get to Okay, it. because I'm thinking to myself, like, ooh, an Oklahoma girl. And then as soon as you said that, I'm like, wait a minute. She's from New Mexico and she's going to Baylor. But, well, and she was balling, man. She was good. So, yeah, outside of the rain. It was raining all day, which I'm I'm kind of like, rain, rain, this is awesome. This is amazing. They're like, no, it's not. But I, I don't know. I'm working on me, Josh. My, my goal in 2022 is to be a better me, a better friend, a better radio guy, um, a better husband, a better dad, better sideline reporter, better softball play-by-play guy, better everything, right? And in that, there's I want to be more patient. I want to be more kind and understanding. If I had to travel more often, I don't know how I would do that. <laughs> you wouldn't be kind and understanding. I mean, I, I'll tell you this much. I wouldn't fly anywhere. I would not fly 
anywhere. Not with the peasants, anyways. Well, uh, yes. Yes. You need oh. first class. Uh, and, and I don't even know if first class would make me happy. I think I would say, I was like, can we just commandeer a jet? Can we... Can we just fly? You know, everyone makes fun of Gabe for flying private because, well, well he can. But, I mean, I, I don't want to ever fly any other way. And I've only flown private once. But it's terrible. It's, I, for those of you who have to work in it, it sucks and I apologize. And for those of you who have to experience it beyond just vacationers, right? Um, you know, guys that, and gals that have to have events. You know, I've, there are several people. I was, I was talking to uh, – a great friend of mine who has had to travel from um, like Nashville to Salt Lake City. And then she's, I mean, she, literally it's nonstop. And I think they even lost her damn luggage. So you, it's just, ah. So let me, let me tell you, here's what happened to me. Just real quick is if I can get this out, I'll feel better. And then we can get to sports. Is that then okay? The, then the show can go on. The show can officially start. I mean, come on, Toby put Nebraska 25 and Kansas State at 24 in his college football preseason poll, okay? I think anything goes as far as the station is concerned. Now. Pretty much. <laughs> Which, by the way, brilliant. Brilliant by t Row. I flew out, and, and I did this. I asked him, I'm like, listen, I don't trust leaving on Sunday morning. I don't. Um, because I'm afraid if I leave on Sunday morning... I'm not going to get there in time for the game. Yeah, you can't risk it. Right, and I wouldn't mind driving, but then again, they're like, we'll just fly you. You know, we'd rather fly you than have you drive so you can get a night's rest and it's all going to like, great, great idea. And so I'm fine. I don't like to fly. I'm kind of a paranoid flyer, but if everything is paid for, I mean, I'm fine with it, right? It's great. Yeah, some of those concerns get alleviated yeah, real quick. exactly. So Saturday – Saturday, 4.30 is when I want to get to the airport for a 6.30 flight. Um, I leave, do my goodbyes, everything. I get to the long-term parking because, again, I'm a cheapskate. It's $7 for that lot. Your car sits outside. All it's going to do is get hot, okay? They've got good security around there. At least I think they do. And I'm going to pay 7 bucks. I'm just going to pay 7 bucks a day, and that's great. As soon as I park, ding, flight delayed. Well, that's a problem because – I'm catching a connecting flight in Dallas. So I'm flying from Oklahoma City to Dallas-Fort Worth, and my flight is late. But it's only delayed 30 minutes. Fine, right? So how long was the initial layover? How much wiggle room did you have? That gave me plenty of wiggle, 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 wiggle room. I had an hour's worth of wiggle room between landing in Dallas and then going, which, by the way, the gate wasn't too far away. I'd already you know, I'd kind of planned. Boy, planned a little bit. So I go inside the airport, you know, do the walk, get in there, go through. I'm the only person going through security, <laughs> which is I'm like, this is this is working out too well. This is working out too well. But I was like, you know what? I noticed it was very sparse. So I thought real quick before I went through security, I forgot this part. Let me go ahead and go to the ticket desk. Just just to be clear. Right. I have a, I have a wiggle room. But I've been in these situations where a flight is delayed 30 minutes, and then five minutes after it's delayed 30 minutes, it's delayed an hour, and then five minutes later, it's delayed an hour and a half. Right. And so the next thing you know, you're like screwed, and you're basically sitting there fighting with someone at the ticket taker area by your gate, which is never good. So I, I, go, to the, I go to the ticket window first. The, I, I don't know what the exact term is, but – kiosk maybe right what, what where you would check in your bags and i was like hey listen i just 
I'm getting a connecting flight in Dallas-Fort Worth. I want to make sure that I'm good and we're going to be fine. And the guy goes, no, no, you're not going to make your connecting flight. Literally like that. I'm like, what? He's like, no, you're not going to make your connecting flight. And I was like, oh, really? He goes, oh, yeah, this is this is delayed at least two hours. I'm like, now in my mind, I'm like, well, can I, I'll just drive. I'll just drive to Fort Worth. And I'll catch that connecting flight because apparently this flight in Fort Worth going to Indy is the only flight that's on time, period. I mean, it is leaving Josh on the dot. And it's almost like, I think it even left early. I'm not even kidding. I think it left five minutes early than it was supposed to. So I was like, oh, I'm like, there's no chance. He goes, yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance. But I'm like, okay, well, just put me on a later flight. He goes, ah, you know, next flight's the following morning out of Dallas, Fort Worth, Indianapolis. And I was like, okay, well is there anything here that would get me out from Oklahoma City to Indianapolis tomorrow morning? So then that way I don't have to go to Fort Worth and sure. I, I don't have to wait. He's like, no, no. And, and he's kind of going, earliest I can do is here and there. He goes, but I can book you on a flight at this time tomorrow morning out of Fort Worth and you'll be good. I'm like, great. I'm like, are you, are you guys going to pay for the hotel? I mean, this is your fault. This isn't my fault. This is your fault. Do you have a hotel voucher? He's like, no, we don't. We don't do that. Which again, it's not my fault. I'm counting on you to get me there at the time you said you would. I no. agree. So I'm thinking to myself, just get to Fort Worth and just sleep in the airport. You know, you just, just it's fine. Get sleep in the airport and you'll be good. So I'm. I'm meanwhile, this isn't on my card. This is I'm. I'm having to connect with the alliance, and the alliance people are trying to get you know Rachel Garcia and Deja uh, Mujipola and. Nicole meant people that are much more important than me that are that are stuck too. And so they're they're working all of this. So I get on it finally, finally, three hours later, we get on a plane, which here here's what really angered me. Here's what really angered me on just the exit from Oklahoma City. The pilot gets on and says, ah, you know, everything's a little backed up from uh, some weather they had yesterday in Chicago. I'm like, yeah, then why would you put these times for today? If you knew that there were going to be problems from yesterday. Remember, I'm working on being a calmer, better person. So I don't say anything. I get to Dallas-Fort Worth. We're, we're actually, it's kind of close to when my flight was leaving, literally. So I run to the, I run to the ticket desk and, and I run to my gate and it's gone. So at that point, the Alliance people say, just get a hotel room. Just get and we'll take care of you. I'm like, okay, fine. I, I really made a mistake on my hotel, Josh. <laughs> I ended up staying at a $70 a night days in in Fort Worth where my door opened up to the expressway. And it was just, it was, and literally forensic files was on. And I think the hotel room I was staying in was on forensic files. Right. It, it was featured. It was, it was not a good experience, but, but so you didn't sleep well. I did not sleep well, but I needed to, I needed that hotel room because uh, once I finally got to Indy, right. And the flight the next day. Uh, was great. Got, got on it. Everything was good. It was smooth. That, nope. I never even had my bag pulled on security whenever I had my equipment on there. I mean, that's 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 a good sign. So get to Indy. They pick me up. They're like, we're going straight to the field. Well, I'm in shorts and a WrestleMania t-shirt. So I'm like, great. I don't get to shower or anything before doing an ESPNU game. Everything's perfect. Game's great. All right. Get, get, get into the game's great. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I forgot one little part of this. 
They do stop by the hotel. They're like, why don't you go ahead and get your room? I go in to get my room. They've canceled my room. Oh, my goodness. They're like, sir, you don't have a room. I'm like, I, I, I do. They're like, well, we canceled it because you weren't here last night. I'm like, well, we called. Oh, yeah, there's nothing I can do. No one can ever do anything. That's what blows my mind. Is anyone you ask for help? It's like, can you help me? He's like, ah, I can't, really can't do anything. So then they have, and, and funny story, Rachel Garcia, Deja Mujipola were staying in my same hotel, and their rooms got canceled too whenever they showed up. Oh my No reason given. So then I can't even go up and like, you know, freshen up, powder my face, whatever. We go straight to the airport, or straight to the, hotel, or the game. Game goes on without a hitch. Rain in, rain off. Get back into my radio show from my hotel room, which is a little bit concerning because it's Eastern time zone, and that's 11 to 2, and I keep waiting for someone to boom, 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 knock on the door. Hey! Enough already! Quiet down in there. The next day, Indianapolis Airport, amazing. In on my first flight, I'm like, this, this, this is, is how it's supposed this to is be how done. It's a, this is, thank, thank, this is it! This, that's, how, that's how I wanted it in the first place. Right, this, how, how hard it. is this? And then, and then... We fly into Denver. I put this tweet out, and then I accidentally deleted it. It wasn't purposeful. We get to Denver. Everything is going on. The Denver airport, by the way, a disaster. An absolute <laughs> unmitigated disaster. You can't move. You can't walk. You can't do anything. You're just kind of standing there, and people are rolling. In, in Terminal C, in my gate area, disaster. So fine. And everyone for Southwest, even though I don't know how you get in Group A for Southwest, but everyone that's in Group A has to line up five hours before the flight to let you know they're in Group A, Josh. So I was in Group B somehow. I was like B10. I'm like, I don't know how this happened. Uh, get on the flight. It's all ready. I'm sitting next to a couple from Oklahoma. Well, we're going to Oklahoma City, but I'm sitting next to a couple that was on vacation. Great dude. Worked at MidFirst for a long time. Was a banking guy for 50 years. Had just retired. His wife is doing the crocheting next to me. I look. They've got movies. I'm like, this is, this is great. And then all of a sudden, the pilot comes over the intercom oh, no. and says, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have... Uh, We've overfueled the plane. And in my mind, I'm like, overfueled the plane? How? Never heard that. And then, he, then I didn't realize how big of a deal this was. Now, mind you, Denver to OKC, an hour flight. I'm an hour away from being home in my own home, in my own bed, with my own WrestleMania t-shirt on. It was beautiful. No, no, no. Um, sorry. It's, it's over, we've overfueled the plane and then I was really, he goes, someone had written down and we couldn't read their handwriting and they put a wrong number. And I'm thinking to myself, we're writing down things for fueling planes. We don't have a digital printout or something on this. Yeah. Well, that is a reasonable question you're asking. Right, 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 right. So, real quick. I'm almost done here. They, the guy then says, we talked about deplaning and getting another plane. I'm like, take the fuel out of the plane. Take it out. And so he goes, but that'll take too long. So... We can take some fuel out. It's going to take 30 minutes, and it's fine. An hour and a half later, oh. we finally are in the air. And we they did, I will say, they let people deplane and get off. But I was in the middle. I was watching Austin Powers, okay? Listen, that Austin Powers and Draft Day were my two. I watched two movies. International Man of Mystery? The, or? Very, the very first one. Yes. The very first one. Which, by the way, sidebar, I had they always had the scene – where they call the families of the of the henchmen from Doctor Evil to let them know, like the guy had been run over by the. <laughs> by yes, the, had, that, had that scene always been I in it? I think so. Yeah, I had completely like they call, Rob Lowe's the they're having the bachelor party for John Smith and they call him at Hooters and are like, 
Ah, he had his face eaten off. I'd never seen that scene before. I had forgotten <laughs> it. He's like, to John Smith, a henchman in Dr. Evil's army. But, yeah, it was hell, dude. It, I don't know. So, today, remember Bud Light used to have the real men of genius. To me, I, I, I tip my beer to the traveling every single day people because, bro, it is just it's a nightmare out there right now. I don't know how people do it. Real men and women of traveling. I don't know how you do it. I've never heard an overfuel. Overfuel. Now, now, Andrew Shepard, Spotter Shep, did text me during the program yesterday and and said that uh, it's his dad worked at American Airlines, and it's actually something that does happen. Where they overfuel. Where they overfuel, and then they have to defuel. So, in my mind, I'm imagining like some some poor guy. Say, All right, get that hose. All right, listen, you're gonna have to. Suck out on that other end of the hose. Yeah, that's but right. But make sure you don't get any in your mouth. All right, ready? And we like, got to siphon some gas. Have Let's you ever go. had to siphon gas before? <laughs> no, but oh, have you I've watched before? Always Sunny. No, I have so. not. Oh, it's I'm terrible. Not. Oh, yeah, Always Sunny. Whatever they <laughs> For the gas crisis, they go to the gas station yes. just fill up buckets of, of gas. It's a terrible ter- – it's a taste you never forget when you have to siphon gas. I think I was nine when my dad's like – yeah, uh, you hold on to this, Chris, and I'm going to put oh, this. Man. Well, we had to get some gas in the El Camino, and we had to get it out of mom's car. It was a long story, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. So in other words. And you made it. My new me has really been tested over the last 24 hours. <laughs> it was not fun. So with that said, um, let's get to some sports, shall we? First seven months of new you was pretty positive for 2022, though. I will say, I, I will say. I never said anything to any of the people that worked there. I, I just – Restraint. I, it's not their fault. No. Now, now, I watched some people – Lose it on them. Lose it, and I was around for a few of them, and I felt like saying, sit down, let, me, let, me and, you, let me tell you a story about my travels right now. You're going to be five minutes late. And by the way, do people not realize – I sat next to a man – on it, while we're waiting, who literally changed all of his banking information while he was on speakerphone. I'm like, what do you? I literally at one point said, dude, what do you? You might want to take that call, dude. Uh, else. I just may, may have a guy writing down all the numbers. Right? I just, right. <laughs> I mean, literally, and, and he's fighting with the person. I the, the lady goes at one point. She goes, sir, you said that you have access to your account, and now you're telling me you don't. And this guy was just he was befuddled. But yeah, I mean, I stayed. Everyone can can feel better that your boy did not lose his stuff on anybody. Well, that is good. Very and close. you deserve a round of applause. Thank you. For that. Thank you. I, I survived. Now I know some people are like, oh boo hoo, at least you got to go somewhere. And that's fair. That's fine. I mean the uh that's, flight that's- industry has been a little bit of a mess lately, right? With lots of delays. I mean, this is not uncommon of late. I've never right? I've never really heard the true explanation of why. I they, ne- I don't, they don't have as many people working. Is that what it is? They just can't get people to work? Well, it's it's not. I, I'll tell you this much. If I didn't ever have to fly again, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not even kidding. I wouldn't. Think about the one piece of your story. Yeah, there was some weather yesterday right. that has backed this up. I mean, that that <laughs> illustrates where that industry is at. I mean, if something the day before, I get the trickle-down effect, but I mean, my goodness. 405-651-3439. Now, by the way, I just want to make this very clear. That's the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I mentioned on my air comf- on my tweet to start the show, big announcement for softball fans in Oklahoma this morning. And Michael McCracken 
tweets at me, what transfer is coming next? This has nothing to do with Oklahoma personnel or transfers. This has everything to do with the future of the sport. That's that's what I'm talking about. Not anything with OU or OSU or the Big 12 or the SEC. But the future the future. I think OU's I think we've had a fair share of transfers. Boy, there are some people that are triggered by the transfers to Oklahoma. Oh yeah. I I was talking we got to break. I'm sorry. We have to break. It's 9:23. I'll share stories from the road that don't involve my terrible travel luck, I'll just say or the terrible travel industry. They need a complete makeover. Do they still What was the show where a, a complete makeover, like they need extreme a, home makeover. They need the people at extreme home makeover. Or who's the guy that does bar rescue? Yes, right. Bar, get him involved. Get, I get someone. Go let the Chick Fil A people teach you how to run an industry because the airline industry is an absolute disaster right now. It's terrible. Now, thankfully, everything's been safe, right? And I think goal number one is to make sure we don't have any issues on that front. But oh man, it is. And, uh, do you know what? I'm not going to get started again. But I got a bag of Cheez-Its and a bottled water. John Taffer, that's who we John need. John Taffer, well done. We need John Taffer to save the save the airline industry. Bag of cheese, bag of Cheez-Its, bottled water. $8. How is that even a thing? I was going to say Stupid. $6, but right. yeah, no. eight's, eight's probably a little Co- more. Now listen, when I was stuck in OKC, I say this coach, apologize, but I was at my wits end. Sorry Pastor Adam, but I had an ice cold Michelob Ultra. $15 for a beer. Well, I'm stuck. The airline should be paying me. They should. Not. What are we doing? Was here? that a 16, 20 ounce or how, how much was that? It was huge. I'll just tell you that much. 32 ounces? <laughs> nah, that was massive. I did catch a break because they made one too many quesadillas, so I got a free quesadilla. Okay, nice. Right, we got a break. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. We'll talk a little bit of softball uh, at 10 a.m. this morning. When we come back, Though, let's get a recap of the coaches' luncheon yesterday. You were there. You were there. We'll talk about Brent Venables here on the Plank Show. Can uh, a real quick sidebar before we get going? Do, do we know why Mike McCarthy's job security has suddenly become an incredible story? Is it just because there's nothing going on? Because no one said anything. Yeah, that's a good question. I, Remember, we did a lot of this at the beginning of yes, last NFL season. Yes, I mean, so and in fact, I, I thought he was gone. We're where Chris was wrong. Where Chris was right. I thought he was gone. Colin, Colin, settle down. We've got a whole NFL season to figure out who's hired and fired. It's just I'm, I'm sitting here this morning and we've got – well, I actually turn on the news because there was a um, – they uh, – I was my wife had said it was supposed to rain here, and I got really excited, so I had the weather on, on the top. It's going to rain. It's going to rain like on Thursday. But uh, I, I had first take on – or get up one of those and literally Lewis Riddick or someone was yelling about Mike McCarthy's job security and they're losing their minds. I'm like, did something happen? I mean, I understand if you're debating whether or not Sean Payton's going to be the next coach of the Cowboys, but I feel like we did, we did that. Like we did that a couple weeks ago. You know, it's not, they got to win right, in, the, in the playoffs, but they were in the playoffs. They got to win that division. They should, Let's get back to sports here before I get in trouble. By the way. I guess last year was pretty disappointing for them. <laughs> Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439 is on fire. We'll get to that coming up here in just a bit. 
How was it's one of my so we talk about benchmark events during the off season. Yes, right? that's Mo- how I opened the show yesterday. It's really beautiful, right? So we think the same way. You have these moments that you're a part of and that take place, and boom, it's we're getting closer to the season, right? The dip below fifty days, the uh, Big Twelve future SEC media days, and then there's the coaches' luncheon, which yep. has become an annual event for the Citizens Advisory Board. I. Two years ago, I got to do it whenever we were in the middle of pandemic and we did it virtually. It was pretty fun. It was different, but it was really fun, right? It was, it was a different kind of feel for it. But I remember I had just moved into my house. I'm sitting on the floor in my wife's, in our bedroom, because that's where we had the best Wi-Fi. And I'm doing the Citizens Advisory Board because of the pandemic, uh, still having the coaches luncheon. So yesterday was in person. It was. Josh Helmer Packed was house. there. Toby Rowland was emceeing the bad boy, and uh, Brent Venables was spitting fire. I saw a lot of talk about Billy Bowman. Yes. That seemed to surface. Danny Stutzman with a little Rocky Kalmus comparison. But what was the big takeaway for you from yesterday? Well, first off, Brent Venables is awesome in those kinds of settings, which Thad Turnipseed was kind of emceeing with Toby Rowland. Oh, was he real? Thad's a rock star. That was pretty neat, and, you know, that was kind of the – First time, really, for me that I, I'd seen Thad in. Did Thad confirm whether or not he had had dinner a couple of nights ago at Libby's and if I saw him or if I just dreamed that I saw he, him? Did that come up? Yeah, no, he confirmed that for everybody in attendance. He wanted to make sure folks okay, knew. that I saw him and it was Okay, go ahead. I, I just want to make sure. No, but it was just seeing him with Toby Rowland up there. It was like, oh, okay, th- this is real. Thad Turnipseed is, in fact, at Oklahoma. <laughs> He's he's working here now, and it was it was cool to hear him talk about some of his experiences and being at OU. But for Britt Venables, so many different things that could have jumped out for you. You know, the one thing that really caught my attention was not was not individual player related. He was asked, I think, a fair question for twenty twenty two. What in your mind, Coach? What has to happen? When will you know, or how do you define? that this was a successful season for you. And you can turn around and tell me that this was a pretty quote-unquote coach-speak response, but I thought it was interesting what he had to say. He said, and I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, if we get better from start to finish, that's what will be a success. If that doesn't happen, we, I, will have failed miserably. So in in terms of how he's kind of thinking about 2022 and what success or failure looks like in year one, that's really the baseline for how Brent Venables mm-hmm. is judging success. Is And you think about Oklahoma these last couple of years, Plank, the hallmark of OU for a long time, yes, under Lincoln Riley was – Championship November, right? They get better. They play their best football at the end of the season. And really, last year was kind of the first departure, save for college football playoff appearances that did not go the way that Oklahoma fans would have wanted. Generally speaking, in conference play, OU got better at the end of seasons, and last year they did not. So if that's kind of initially how we judge whether or not this season is successful for OU, I think that makes sense as a baseline. I like that. You know, I think someone was writing this the other day, and I don't remember who 
who pinned it, so I apologize. I I read a little bit of everything over the last few days, to be honest with you. But it said one of the hallmarks of, of a Lincoln-Riley team was that they did seemingly get better as the season progressed, right? That was That was one thing I think we can all agree upon that – outside of maybe last year that most of most of the teams were better by the end of the season than they were early in the season. I think 2017 is the best example of that, right? By the time that they were playing Georgia, that team was a beast. And the only reason that they played in a close game was because uh Baker Mayfield took a cheap shot in a game against TCU. But I digress. Wait, or was that the the year before? I think it was the year before when he took the cheap shot. Anyway, or the year after. I'm getting bogged down here. My point is they all got better. And to hear that kind of fires me up. I'm not going to lie. Not to say that Brent Venables would ever come out and say, we don't want to get better. But I like that about these teams. I've always enjoyed the journey, right, And, and seeing them get better and coming in here on a Monday after a tight game and fighting with you guys and gals over what's wrong, where were the mistakes made. I always enjoyed that part of the process. So that's cool. Anything else kind of jump out that really caught your ear? Because a little bit of everyone spoke uh, during the day, but I I mean, can I tell you one thing that I didn't get a chance? I've got all the, I'm going to listen to it all later or watch the you know, all the, the clips and the videos that are out there. But, you know, I in talking to a few people, and I won't say in – specific names but when they talk about building this program and they talk about what they're doing and what their vision is a point that dad brought up to me was you know if you go to if you go to Alabama or excuse me if you go to Georgia right now and I think many have made this he goes I've I was there he's like I was there when Alabama was built he's like you go to Georgia and it's basically Alabama with the G logo correct everything they're doing and someone made a point to me the other day that, listen, we're not building this to be on par with the Big 12, and no offense, but Texas or Oklahoma State. We're building this to be on par with Alabama and Georgia Clemson. and Clemson yeah. and Ohio State. This isn't being built to be able to contend like Notre Dame. or be. A, this is being built to win freaking national championships. And do it on a regular basis. Exactly. They, play for them on a regular basis. They're not trying to Auburn this thing. They're not trying to win one and then end up not doing anything for another five or six LSU years. LSU this thing. They're right. not trying to do that. <laughs> and, and by the way, I think LSU, to their credit, I think they've realized it. Their administration has realized that, okay, we've got to find a way to get consistency because, man, we've seen what happens when we get the dudes in here. So I, that's what, to me, has always been exciting about what they're doing. And, you know, anytime you can get not just Coach Venables, but that and T. Rowe, of course, and, and these coaches in front of, of America, the people, it's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you can – you understand – you understand why I'm cool wearing this pink T-shirt right now because I want people to ask me about it. Right, 212 you, degrees. That's baby. right. You know one what? One more. One more. Get one more degree because you know what water does at 211 degrees? It's hot. You know what water does at 212? It boils. Get that one extra degree. I'm literally like a walking billboard because that's just how. That's what they do. They and again, there's a lot of you that are like, get it. We get it. I want results. I want results. Sure. That's fine. We got 39 days, nine hours, and 20 minutes. I think I probably have to adjust that, don't I? 
I don't. I, I I think we have a start time now. We have to adjust our actual kickoff time. Anyway, we'll get to we'll we'll sprinkle in more of that throughout the morning. It's awesome, right? It, it was awesome, Coach Venables. Just hearing, seeing him. How can that not get you? pumped up i loved it t-row opened he said are you just chomping at the bit coach we're getting close and he said you know what i am but i don't you know i don't know how close we are he said it's uh what did he say he said it's monday for me you know awesome well ted ted roof didn't take any of t-row's jokes did you see that josh Uh uh-uh what no what he what he do T-Row said, man, I didn't realize you had, like, a deep voice. And there was, like, a moment of silence. Ted didn't say anything. And then Toby said, great voice. And Ted goes, okay. (laughs) Ted Roof is very serious. He doesn't take any jokes. Do you know what, though? There is a great Ted Roof story from the the ladies' clinic that I want to share next. Because I I would tell you something. I think Ted Roof is hilarious. Well, you know, something – we got to consider too is right. that's his. Well, certain guys are just better at that type of setting yeah. than other people. I mean, Ted Roof is a football coach. Yeah, he's not here to be an entertainer. But I forgot that just reminded me of something funny from the ladies' clinic that I want to share next. Plus, the early look at the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Big news for softball fans in the state of Oklahoma that we'll share coming up at ten a.m. right here on the Ref. So, my favorite Ted Roof story. Yes, already. One of the packages they had to give away for the live auction, which was the star of the home. By the way, happy birthday, Coach Greg Nation. Had his birthday yesterday. I've been told he is an auctioneer and will likely be in charge of that event next year. So it was really? Probably, it's probably one and done for me, but it was worth it. Coach Nation, happy birthday. They, they had a package where it was you can call – an offensive play or call offensive plays during the spring game. And I jokingly said, well, coach, what if someone wants to line up in the wishbone? And they kind of laughed and Brimville was like, no, it's got to be off our sheet. I'm like, okay. So it's got to be off their sheet. Got to call the play. And, and we're good to go. And the first person that bid on it was Ted Roof. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's funny. He goes, wait, I get to call the offensive play. And they're like, absolutely. And he raised his hand and he made the first bid on the actual package. So, And I think everyone that went to the ladies' camp and listened to Ted Roof, he was great teaching you about the defense. So that was fun. That was my favorite Ted Roof story from the weekend. Uh, the news is out. The news is out. Tina Floyd is coming up from Floyd's RVs at the top of the hour. They have invested in a professional softball team that will play in uh, the WPF in 2023 called the Oklahoma City Spark. So we'll hear more from Tina coming up in about ah, 15 minutes from now. Including where they will play? Well, I, from what I understand, and I haven't read the whole release yet. I was trying just to tweet it, and we came back from a break. <laughs> but from what I understand, if someone cooler on Twitter than me can get on that, Jackie, somebody please. But they're going to play – in both Norman and OKC. Oh, wow. So there'll be some games Yeah, here. that's a good idea. There'll be some games in OKC. Um, they need more teams. I mean, that's that's the reality of the WPF. You have two teams right now, right? And it's been fun, right, with the Pride and the Vipers, but that that's it. Yeah, that does not a league make. Right, and they've played. Listen, what's cool is I, 
they were showing rain and I got real excited and I realized it was rain in St. Louis. It's like, it's right. Oh, it's breaking news, raining in St. Louis. <laughs> little, uh, <laughs> a little too little much rain. <laughs> it looks like it's St. Louis, right? But I, uh, I mean, I was really excited. I, I talked to Lowe before the year and I was going to, well, I'd say I was going to do something. I got to do one game this year and I was really excited to do it. They play a lot of people, right? They'll play some of these traveling teams that have uh, collegiate players on them. So it's not as if it's just one-on-one the entire summer, right? They mix it up, and and it's good to see. But you start adding more teams, that's that's where the growth will come. And I, I hope at some point the two professional leagues can come together because I do I think two professional leagues can work in, in softball? Absolutely. Do I think it would be more powerful and more – lucrative as one, potentially. Yes. But I'm really excited for Tina. So there you go. Uh, professional softball coming to Oklahoma City. Tina Floyd will join us to tell us all about it coming up here in just a bit. As always, the best way to get in touch with the show is the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. That's 6513439. You can also pick up the phone and call us on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line 405-329-9000. This is funny. Uh from the 402, my wife got called to do a drill with coach Roof. She did it and he said, "No, no, no. That's not good enough." So she took her glasses off. So he t- he turned uh took his off and then she did it the proper way. I was actually in that one. I was in that one, dude. Uh and uh, well done, bro. Out kicking your coverage. Good job. But the funny thing was when she took her, he's like, no, no, no. That's not how he took his glasses off. And she took hers off. And she she got him. I mean, she got a under. Boom. Got her right. So uh, well done. This uh, True Sooner writes, to me, not having big play after big play on third and 17 would be a major accomplishment and improvement. Get off the damn field. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is that is so so true. In other words, this team did a good job last year of, of putting teams in third and long situations. Did not do a good job of getting off the field. We we talked a little bit about that. Oh, did, oh, is that a topic yesterday? Third okay. down conversion percentage defense. I'm like the guy that's showing up and hitting all the things that you guys talked. No, about no, no. It, it's uh, it's amazing though, isn't it? That so. What we discovered yesterday was that Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, right, two great third down conversion percentage defenses, 10 percentage difference mm-hmm. between Oklahoma and those. But in the world of third down conversion percentage defense, that is a lifetime worth of difference between what was the nation's elite and right. where Oklahoma was at, which was, you know, middle of the pack to bottom third. Yeah. Oh, if, gosh. It felt like they would get stops on, like, third and two and third and three. But if it's third and ten and plus, you're like, oh, my gosh. Do you know what Do you know what was interesting about that last year is I remember specifically talking to Brian Odom and said, isn't it weird, your mindset, you make a stop on third down. Like, let's say it's third and 12, and you make a stop, and it's fourth and three, and you're all fired up. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, hold on, they're going for it. Even if it's, like, at the 45-yard line. It's almost as if you got to – kind of recheck your mindset to where all right it's not just you know holding them on third down you got to make sure they don't end up in a third and somewhat manageable situation because they're going to go for it on fourth down right all right 951 we got a break tina floyd to talk about the oklahoma city spark coming up at 10 a.m the new professional softball team coming to oklahoma 
and much more from the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Top five stories of the day. It's a busy Tuesday on the home of Sooner fans. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref with Josh Hummer. I'm Chris Plank. We, quick segment here. Tina Floyd's going to join us at 10 a.m. Give us the scoop on the Oklahoma City Spark, the new addition to the WPF. I uh, Big Ten Media Day start today. And you know who's right out of the gate? Kevin Warren, right? No? Right. Well, I think that's yeah going on as we speak. But in terms of Big Ten coaches, do you know who's up first? Is it? Is it your boy? Is it well, Kirk Ferentz? No, it's though he's second. It's who everybody would want to hear from, the most intriguing coach going into this season in the Big Ten. Scott Frost? That's right. Whoa! Ding, ding, ding. So we're going to hear, I would imagine, not the friendliest types of questions to Scott Frost. So that'll be interesting this morning. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren said the future of the conference may include future expansion. Today at Big Ten Media Days, quote, we will not expand just to expand. It will be strategic. It will add additional value to our conference. Whoa. So he just said they're looking at Clemson and Florida State. <laughs> I, you know what? I thought of a way. I thought of a way that this could get interesting with Clemson and Florida State. And we don't have time to get into it here. But let's say – Fox and ESPN get very adversarial over things, which they could. And and Fox decides, go get them. Let's go get them. And they make an offer. That's how this can get interesting. The ESPN isn't going to bring Clemson and Florida State to the SEC to ruin that deal, but what if Fox says bleep you ESPN? Yeah, I mean I think that's I had totally a lot of, possible. I had a lot of time to think on the flight yesterday. All right, we'll talk more about it next. <laughs>